The KTOY Sunday Show is brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry, here to help life go right. The Sunday Show is a weekly forum to discuss issues affecting our community. Now here's your host, Lemoya Burks and Mark White. Good morning to you all out there in the Texarkana surrounding areas. This is the Sunday show with myself, Lamoya Burks, and Mark White. It is the sixth day of February 2022. Welcome, welcome, welcome all to this edition of the Sunday show. KTOI Radio 104.7 produces the Sunday show. We bring it to you live each Sunday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Our phone lines are open and we welcome your questions and comments at 903-794-1047. Again, the opinions expressed on the Sunday show are the hosts only and aren't representative of KTOI, nor the radio, excuse me, Texarkana Radio Center. Well, good morning, Lamoya. <clears throat> good morning. It's definitely been a uh, a busy week, and uh, today we got a really good thing. And I know a lot of people have been asking about. We got the crosstalk panel we in today, and we got a new uh, individual on there. We're going to introduce them, the individual here in a little bit. But uh, definitely want to uh, welcome everybody to the show this morning, and uh, glad to see everything that's going on in the community with uh, Black History and. And uh, we got a little bit of black history going on here ourselves. <laughs> we would be remiss if we didn't take this opportunity now to congratulate LaMoya on her new promotion to the new interim executive director of the Youth Adult Library Services Association. So we want to take this opportunity to say congratulations, uh, Ms. Parks. And uh, we know that you're going to be successful because you're already successful in what you do right now. So congratulations on that. Thank you, Mark. I'm going to get you when we get out. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. And it's really, I don't consider it an accolade. I really consider it's the we factor. It's work to be done, and um, it's definitely something that can't be done without others. It's for us. It's by us. Literacy is the very um, being of us as people, and at such a time as now, it is critical that we embrace it. And we take action with it. So um, I'm ready for the charge that's been uh, appointed before me. And I will need all of you, um, of course, going forward. So thank you. Absolutely. Now, because information literacy <laughs> is important, when we come back, uh, we want you to know that tomorrow, February 7th, is National Black HIV AIDS Awareness Day. And so we have some quick stats and information to give you when we return from this quick commercial break. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more of the Sunday show with Lemoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOY. Do you really think it's a good idea to buy insurance on the Internet? After all, insurance is not a commodity like a coffee maker. It's a contract to protect what you value most, your home, car, business, even your life. When it comes to insurance, you need someone close to home. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 903 831 2000. If you're worried your friend may be struggling, remember, you don't have to be there to be there. 
You can say how are you or get a fake tattoo You can ask with an app if it works for you You could chat on the game, kick off your flip flops You can ask on your couch while you binge watch Whatever, whatever, whatever gets you talking Reach out to a friend about their mental health Learn how you can help at SeizeTheAwkward.org Brought to you by the Ad Council, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the Jet Foundation. When you look local first, you help local businesses grow and employ more locals, providing direct benefits to our local economy. How would you like to pay 10 to 25% less on your energy bills? That's exactly what you can do with a metal roof. And metal roofs last two to three times longer than shingled roofs. Metal Mart, the right materials for the right price. Take the Leary exit off 30 West next to the airplane. A little bit of everything upscale thrift store next to Big Lots offers you high quality merchandise at very reasonable prices. See all of the rooms devoted to just the thing you're looking for, for the entire family. A little bit of cash can get you a little bit of everything. 2729 New Boston Road, Suite 90. No one wants to give up their independence. However, it's an unfortunate fact of life as we get older. The associates at Sitters LLC of Texarkana understand the heartache and confusion that this can cause for an elderly person and their family. Sitters LLC of Texarkana, 4150 McKnight Road. To help your local business community grow, go to looklocalfirst.com and click on Texarkana. There's no part of our bodies that put in more work than our feet. And with all that work, your feet can start to ache. But luckily, there's relief for our overworked feet. Skechers ArchFit Footwear for men and women. Skechers teamed up with podiatrists to design a shoe that provides total foot and arch support for all-day comfort. They used 20 years of data and over 120,000 unweighted foot scans to create a podiatrist-certified insole that distributes support across the arch no matter what foot type you have. See all the styles of ArchFit Footwear for men and women at Skechers.com, a Skechers store near you, or wherever stylish shoes are sold. Are you the parent of a 2- to 7-year-old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award-winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to ABC Mouse Radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. Now back to the Sunday show with Lemoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOI. And we are back starting our first segment of the Sunday show. Welcome to all of you who are just now joining us. You are not late for uh, this edition. At this time, we do have with us from the Special Health Resource Center, um, we have uh, a representative in studio with us that wants to give us something pertaining to tomorrow, February 7th, uh, that we in the local area want to make sure that we give attention to. Hi, my name is Ashley Smalley, and I am marketing and outreach with Special Health Resources, um, Texas and Arkansas. And I just wanted to inform the community, uh, actually outreach to you guys and let you know what tomorrow is here in our community. Um, Tomorrow is National AIDS and HIV Testing Awareness Day for African Americans. Mm. On this day, you have the opportunity to know your status for free. Um, We are having a testing event held at our Texas location, 1102 Main Street. Um, all day we are providing hot chocolate and coffee for those that want to warm up while they get tested and once again it is free um, and I'm encouraging each and every individual in Texarkana African American of course to come out and know your status it is very imperative and what time is this again? it starts at 8 a.m. we will close at 12 p.m. for lunch and open back up at 1 and we'll go all the way to 5 
Okay. Okay. All right. And about how long does it take? Just about 15 minutes. Um, okay. You come in, you get registered, um, you get tested, you'll know your results within those 15 minutes, and you're good to go. All right. Texarkana area, there it is. Awareness, awareness, and taking care of oneself. We thank you. Ashley, is there... Go ahead. Just just one more thing that I wanted to add. Um I didn't want to get on here and just necessarily throw out stats, but I want everyone to know that in 2018, African-Americans, 42% of African-Americans made up the number of the testing that they did, 37,800 and some odd people that were tested. Out of that percentage, 42% were African-Americans that tested positive for AIDS and HIV. Wow. That is close to half. Wow. And of those numbers, the number one demographic that is affected is African-American heterosexual women. Um, I won't go into detail exactly how that happens, but I'm I'm pretty (laughs) sure you can figure out why we are the number one affected. So once again, I do encourage everybody to know your status, please. Know your status. There you have it. Thank you, Ashley, for providing. Thank you very much, Ashley. Yes, and breaking it down and helping us understand better how we as African Americans, but also the entire community, how it affects all of us. So please go out to Special Health Resources. We are located on the Texas side, 1102 Main, tomorrow from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. and from 1 until 5, and it is absolutely free. Free 99. (laughs) Free. Have no fear. It's free. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Ashley, we thank you, and we will certainly come uh, to you again wanting you to pitch more information that your uh, company, Special Health Resource Center, can provide for us um, as we increase awareness in our community. My thank pleasure. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you. And as we, <clears throat> as Ashley uh, go ahead and steps away, we're transitioning to our crosstalk panel, and uh, it's definitely something that uh, we we have uh, we're glad to get back uh, going. And uh, we now uh, finding ourselves that we have a new member now. We know we have the we have the current champion and reigning uh, champion, uh, Miss Joanne Rice, with us this morning, and we also have. Um, a new contender at the Crosstalk panel, Dr. James Morris. Dr. James Morris, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, good morning to everyone. Uh, thank you, Mark. Uh, I currently pastor Hamilton Memorial African Methodist Episcopal Church, located in beautiful Grandview in the uh, LE community. And uh, as of recent, I was a uh, adjunct professor in ethics at TC, and I taught ethics in science and technology in Texas at Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, uh, I am a board member of TRAC, the Texas County Regional Arts and Humanities Council, as well as a Rotarian and a member of Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. Uh, so I want to get that in. Of course. And uh, I was a corporate guy, so uh, I, I worked with IBM for over 20-something years, so I had a lot of moves. But I never lived in a small town. Okay. So now I'm right. experiencing small town. Uh, I went from Memphis to Kansas City to Chicago to Dallas to Houston to Atlanta, and now Texarkana. Texarkana. What can I say? (laughs) All right. Twice as nice. Hey. Well, it's good. We're certainly glad to have you on the panel, uh, and uh, hopefully this will be the the start of many different 
I don't know what you're on here. Miss Rice, it's always good to see you. Oh, I am glad to be seen and not viewed. I believe that's what <laughs> right. you say. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, there has, as we said earlier, there's been a lot going on. Um, local, state, and national. Right. Um, it's always good to be among the land of the living. With that comes a little triumph, a little challenges and things to work through. And so um, let's start by talking about uh, what's been going on with our HBCUs. Um, there's been spirits. Um, the first beginning the first day of Black History Month at Howard University. Now, Mark, we were talking earlier, we were trying to get an initial count to date, how many has occurred um, on many of the campuses as a whole. Mm -hmm. And I think that number, what, what number did we say? 20. 20. 20. 20 too many. And Howard being uh, three of those 20. So um, they've definitely been getting hit pretty hard uh, all, all week long. And what it does is when they have a bomb threat, as everyone is aware, um, they have to go into a sequence of shutdowns and lockdowns to make sure that everybody stays safe. And so, you know, with these individuals out here calling in these bomb threats, it's it's automatically shutting the classes down, shutting the administration buildings down. So you completely have a complete stoppage at these colleges. So for whatever reason, um, these uh, individuals, uh, we're going to call them at right now, uh, are deciding that they think that it's okay to go out and cause this, uh, uh, this great amount of chaos uh, among the HBCUs. Now, there's six identified persons of interest, right? That's correct. And they're saying that there's a possibility of them being uh, tech-savvy juveniles. Right. And investigators believe that the calls were made by people with racist motivations. Now, <laughs> let's consider this. If we're saying that they're tech-savvy juveniles, Beyond the juveniles, is it possible, Miss Rice, Dr. Morris, that it, it extends beyond the juveniles? Well, let's talk about the fact that we're calling them tech savvy. Why are we not calling those them terrorists? Uh, right. Isn't that what you call people who who have bomb who uh, bomb threats? Mm -hmm. um, they're terrorists. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, only way I can see them calling them tech savvy juveniles if they uh, don't attend the HBCUs, mm -hmm. and so I, I'm, it could be that uh, from birth these um, tech savvy juveniles are terrorists uh, have been indoctrinated in some form mm -hmm. of um, hate. Uh, which is a strong word, but perhaps that's what it is. But on the other um, spectrum, um, the fact that now there are a lot of people that know how many HBCUs we have in the this United States. True. That's true. And if nothing else, <laughs> hopefully they've gone back and looked up the history of each HBCU and found out how how prominent they are in the African-American culture and how important they are. So, again, tech savvy, I'd say they're terrorists. I also applaud the HBCUs for making sure that all of their students were well taken care of. Mm -hmm. Yes. And everything went off without a hitch. The most important thing is we have HBCUs. Now people know about them, <laughs> and the HBCUs are on top of people who 
uh, would give them terroristic threats. Correct. So let's quit talking calling them tech savvy let's call them terrorists like they are so additional threats uh were made in georgia fort valley state university and spelman Mm -hmm. college you had mississippi affected alcorn state mississippi valley state university Mm -hmm. russ college jackson state Mm -hmm. tugaloo uh kentucky xavier Mm -hmm. i mean this thing is is it's all over you've got louisiana florida i mean they had southern university and mm a&m college Mm -hmm. so i mean they just they've been all over the place and i guess the reason why the information is coming out as tech savvy is because they're disguising themselves Mm -hmm. that's the reason why you know they're they're using some form of um voice uh modification software to make themselves sound different than so that's the only reason why they're calling them tech savvy but i'm i'm in agreement with you they're flame just played out terrorists uh, most terrorists disguise their voices right yeah. i haven't heard of any terrorists that wanted you to know exactly who they were so the fact that they are disguise their voices does not make it any difference they're still terrorists and the fact that well i guess we could also compliment them the tech savvy youth on uh finding out where all the um HBCUs, HBCUs are. <laughs> well and audience we're we're making sure that you why you need to know this is because the chairman of the committee on homeland security congressman thompson announced on tuesday um that he has been in communication with the fbi and homeland security to quote unquote help get hbcus and their leaders the answers they deserve right dr morris do you think just answers is enough or should there be an additional strategy well I think there is additional strategy. First off, uh, the Civil Rights Division of the Justice Department has been restored under this president, and we should give him credit for that. Mm-hmm. It was dismantled under the previous president, mm-hmm. so you couldn't investigate threats. But this is something that our people have been through before. If you remember 10, 12 years ago, we had the burning and bombing of black churches. Mm-hmm. So we're always on alert. Mm-hmm. And then in the AME Church, of course, you remember we had the terrorists. Dylan Roof come into mm-hmm. one of our Bible studies and kill nine people. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the first HBCU in the country at Wilberforce, we've had four of these bomb threats from all the way from Ohio to Florida. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the Justice Department is doing a, a wonderful job. We've had conference calls and before nothing was being done. So we understand this, but back to Mark's original question uh, prejudice is not born inside somebody so it's a learned behavior Mm -hmm. so as an ethics professor uh, dealing with students in East Texas and when we would get to race my students would break down and cry because they wanted to break out of what their families had put them into and holidays were tough for them because uh, they may be dating interracially and they don't want to take them around their family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the bottom line is, is yes, someone in the family has indoctrinated these youth, just like the ones who have been defacing statues throughout uh, not not just HBCUs, but universities. Mm-hmm. Uh, the statue in Ole Miss for James Meredith was defaced. Uh, the Black Lives was 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 defaced before it could even get up. Um, most of the statues that have our people on them have been defaced and they've done a good job of tracking them down so no it's 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 a it's a learned behavior 
And you have to once we get no more, as soon as I'm, I'm, I'm positive that as soon as we see where the communities that these young men come from, we'll understand where the hate comes from. Mm, absolutely. I, I'm in agreement with you. I think that uh, once you get to see um, with with these kids or these juveniles, uh, whatever they call them, terrorists, uh, where they're they're bred out of and then you talk to the parents i can assure you they're getting it from somewhere because like you say this is a learned behavior exactly this is not something that they were born with or still with and in the way that society and you can see it the diversity of society and, and you're absolutely right um you can see it uh there's a lot of interracial dating and a lot of interracial marriages going on and yes it's difficult for them to bring them home and they know that their parents Parents are bigots and racists. Well, and also, you know, just as a consideration, um, not when we're talking about relationship as a theory here, um, it's also about the positionality. And when we're talking about what we're being taught and what we're absorbing at such a time as this, um, you know, the nation, I wouldn't say that we're in totality standing divided, but there are some divisions. And so we forget, you know, if the, if these are indeed juveniles, they're absorbing what's around them. Yes. And sometimes when we say learn behavior, it doesn't necessarily have to be directly from a parent. That's true. Right. So mm-hmm. then they move according to how they feel or even just the misunderstanding that they've absorbed Mm -hmm. so again you know as we're stating i would be interested to see if if one because it says the persons of interest are they truly juveniles Mm -hmm. and then you know we also can't neglect that they may indeed look like us Mm -hmm. i mean you know um sometimes again the lessons that we learn from things like this is uh the culture the youth culture today in what they're absorbing and how they move their actions um, according to so but Lemoya it doesn't have to be from parents like you said I I still want to see what communities they come from because we're the we're the race that has to integrate within the community as far as working as far as going to school as far as our daily activities Uh, you can be Caucasian in this country in this area especially, and you can live in an area that is sheltered, you can go to a school that is sheltered, right. you can get a job that sure. is that is 100% look just like you, and the only time you have to run across us is at the traffic light or in the grocery store Very if true. you choose to. But now with, with home delivery, you ain't got to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'd like to see where they come from because the bottom line is is. Uh, the students in my class, it may not have been their immediate parents, but boy, was grandparents rough because mm-hmm. they remember mm-hmm. the days. Mm-hmm. And that is the time. And I, and, I, and I I will take exception to you. We are divided. We are mm-hmm. the divided nation when 30-something percent of the people still think <laughs> that the election was stolen. Right. And then when you do a poll and it says 80 percent mm-hmm. of Republicans mm-hmm. think the election was stolen. Yeah. 80%, you know, so the bottom line is when you go down the, 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 the dividing line, uh, the indoctrination is real on that particular side. And we are the enemy. I don't know why, but we are. <laughs> so, uh, And we, you know, it, February being Black History Month, which we say Black History Month 365, right? Correct. You know, as educators, mm-hmm. um, sometimes, though, our children of color 
they that there's apathy in the room with what they know as far as history right and so then you have to exist in society you can be confused mm-hmm. it's because of what you lack and so HBCUs are foundational when it comes to educating black history through and through. So, you know, just an open thought um, again, what you know, what are the characteristics of the the potential six? Um, You know, I would like to think that it would be a surprise if it was someone that looked like us. Mm -hmm. Um, But that is the scary part of the work that we must do is educating uh who we are because without that it we're gonna the youth in the future we're gonna continue to be confused Absolutely. right yeah you know without any question uh, we again it's difficult for me to disagree with dr morris on that because uh you know i have that same thought you know that's definitely want to see who they are mm-hmm. i definitely want to see their backgrounds um, it, it has a tendency to lean uh, toward uh, individuals who, are, uh, you know, again, I'm not going to say it's necessary from the home, but right. it's being learned somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can rest assured that uh, they picked it up somewhere and they decided they want to move it on. Because if you notice, there's a huge trend around the country, not just with the threats with HBCUs. Now you have this incredible rise. Right. And this may be a segue. You got this incredible rise of neo-Nazism, in particular right. in Florida. Mm-hmm. That is just it's just out of control now. They're going in there and 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 um, finding uh, young uh, Jewish uh, people and pulling them out their cars and having fights with them and, mm-hmm. and they having signages on mm-hmm. the roads and I mean it's just and it's an escalation. There's a, a an increase in rise, especially among Divine Nine. Yeah, that we're backing HBCUs. There's been tremendous amount of funds poured into HBCUs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're inciting fear, mm-hmm. right? So there's a platform, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. but we need we need uh, this is the time not to be silent, as Dr. Right. King says. Uh, if you go to HBCU grad schools, the HBCU grad schools don't look like us. Correct. There are right. a, an enormous amount of cross-culture in HBCU grad schools. It is. If you go to uh, our medical schools, mm-hmm. take Howard or take Meharry mm-hmm. or, or Emory, there's an enormous amount of others in our grad schools. Mm-hmm. So the, the people who are doing this, uh, they don't even know what's going on. And when you look at it, uh, what's being encouraged by the previous president is that there's a war on white males. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine the anger that they have every time they look at a TV commercial? Every mm-hmm. Almost every commercial now mm-hmm. is interracial. Absolutely. Almost every, from from, mm-hmm. from the cereal commercial yeah. all the way to Order and Grubhub yep. or DoorDash yep. is interracial. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they see that's changing. Yes. And so what do you do? You indoctrinate your next set of haters. Right. And that is what's being done. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Callers, we're looking for you. You're welcome to join in to give your questions, comments, or concerns. 903-794-1047. Well, and, you know, the melting pot theory, as we know, is factual. Was the year 2032, right? We will see a shift in um, ethnic 
representation. You already in the see that shift going on right, right. now, Lamoya, right. in the state of Texas, for right. instance. <clears throat> it is now thirty eight percent Caucasian, thirty eight percent Latino. <laughs> so let the facts stand. I mean, you know, it's, it's what we it's do. Already- with- it's what we do with the representation, how right. we walk is mm-hmm. where we focus. So even with talking about uh, the events that are or the incidents that happen at HBCUs. So we know that the who there's six persons of interest. Mm-hmm. We know what has happened, the bomb threats. Mm-hmm. So we want to know why, mm-hmm. but we have to move beyond the why and chewing on it to, you know, activating what are we going to do? And does it stand in solidarity from now until eternity right. you know because you know as dr morris mentioned we had the incident with the black churches yes right yep. and so then we say well what do we do you know and until we get something concreted fear it, i mean it runs the room right that's the intent to right. to instill the fear in particular at those institutions because they know that that's where the beginning of you know the the rebirth of what we do as a culture that learning that we go and we bring out especially that you know hey look a lot of stuff and it you know again what dr morris say and a lot of the graduate level it doesn't look like it's all right. <laughs> black people. Because if you go to the law schools and you go to the med schools, you see a great difference. Right. Uh, you know, it ain't just all black. It's, and why, and why do you see that difference? Because they learned affirmative action. Mm-hmm. So you can go to our schools on affirmative action. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the other point that, that, that Mark picked up on that I said is is not only is it is it with the schools, but also, uh, the graying of America has already occurred. So all you got to do is look where, where are they trying to do voter suppression? Yes, and that's where you know absolutely that we're in, point that, taken. That we're in the majority. There all you, you do is study the map, hey. the gerrymandering map, and say. Where are we in the minority? In Texas, what are they doing? That's right. Okay. Absolutely. And that's why I brought up yeah. that, that particular one. It's the Texas District number three. There you go. That goes right around the city of Arlington. Yeah. They have gerrymandered a map where it was yeah. um, <laughs> it was twenty eight it was a twenty eight percent Caucasian, forty eight percent Latino, and then the rest black or other, right? Mm-hmm. So what did they do? They well now, you know, that also that that particular district included Fort Worth, Dallas, um, the Arlington area, you know, that strip mm-hmm. right across the I, uh, I-20. I-20. Okay. Now, what they went back to do was they kept that little sliver around Arlington, and then they went to all the counties below it. Yeah. So then they changed the demographics to uh, 60% Caucasian, mm-hmm. 18% Latino and other. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you could tell. So, so there's a strategy, possibly. Yeah. What is the Not strategy? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> so, possibly. what is the strategy going to be? Because this is education. So, we've seen the model mm-hmm. for public schools and private. You know, mm-hmm. with our K through twelve. Right. So then we go back and we question. We feedback. Are we happy with that? Which I don't know that we ever will be yeah. with the action that we take to protect the, the children. Mm-hmm. Right. And so now we have an extension uh, into higher education. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it has it, the fire has been spread, not just in one particular state. Right. I mean, we've hit uh, how many within a day or so? Yeah, I think there was at least 10 states that uh, uh, where HBCUs reside. And I know they got some in North Carolina as well as, yeah, uh, many different other places. So definitely uh, it's, it's, it's bringing a height to, to the attention, you know, what we need to bring attention to. Y'all know to. we had two congressmen for Bowie County? Yes. 
Yeah. Got, yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, we oh, got yeah. one that just do Red River. Uh, right. That's it. That's right. <laughs> and the, and the yeah. other one do the rest. Everyone of Everyone does the rest. Okay. Of it. That's, hey, that's the yeah. clearest example we can give of how wrong this is. It sure is. <laughs> callers, callers, you are welcome to join in on the discussion. We want to know what's on your mind. Nine zero three seven nine four one zero four seven. Going to take a quick commercial break. Going to dive into segment two. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more of the Sunday Show with Lemoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by. State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOY. When others treat your fries as an afterthought, all you're left with are cold, soggy fries. That's why Wendy's new fries are ones you won't forget. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy or we'll replace them. We're talking natural cut skin on fries perfectly seasoned with a hint of sea salt. In fact, they're even preferred almost two to one over McDonald's. These are fries so hot and crispy, they beg a new question. What would you like with your fries? Try them today. Only at Wendy's. A participating U.S. Wendy's taste preference based on a national taste test by an independent research company. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents and Doug. Check it out, Lemu. A roadside carnival. Step right up, folks. Test your strength. Come see the fire-breathing baby. <laughs> Let's fan out and tell people that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Look! An emu wearing sunglasses! Lemu, you're famous. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Okay, everybody knows all the things you can do in an Arkansas State Park, like hiking, canoeing, mountain biking, swimming, fishing, and so on. But did you know there are almost as many ways to stay? Choose from luxurious lodges, scenic campsites, quirky yurts, and now camper cabins, an affordable way to get outdoors but still have the comforts of home. Pick your park, your place to stay, and plan your next adventure, all at ArkansasStateParks.com. Brought to you by this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. Most insurance ads end at competitive rates, as if that was all that matters. As your local insurance agent, that's just where we begin. We offer you personalized advice and service along with competitive rates. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry, and I'm your good neighbor. Visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness, or call us at 903-831-2000. 